4: some fun on a Tuesday, and it's a gigantic Tuesday. Why is it so big? Well, on top of email roundup and everything else, we're going to have a big overarching conversation about what we face right now. It's a good time to do this. Some of this stuff will be stuff we've rehashed in the past, or stuff we've hashed out in the past, and now we're going to I guess tonight is the rehashing. It was hashed, and now it's rehashed. And that makes me think of hash browns. But we're going to move on from that. But we have a lot of that stuff we have to get to tonight. Culture. Laws. The Biden family. We're actually going to begin there really quickly. We're going to move on. We're going to talk a lot about some World Economic Forum stuff. We're going to have a blast. We're going to laugh. We're going to do all the things we normally do on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. But first, let's check in with how things are going with President Poopy Pants, because he was Corinne Diversity hire last week. The, the search is clearly complete. They completed
1: uh, the uh, uh,
4: the search. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this
1: process. You he should assume come. that it's been completed. Yes. After the search concluded last night, that search was completed last night.
4: Search is complete. Last week, this is Diversity Hire from today. Last
2: week, you told I think it was spill that we all can assume, the American people could assume that the searches were complete and all the documents had been recovered. Uh, on Saturday, the White House Council's office said that five additional classified documents had been found. Um, is it safe to assume now that all the documents are, uh, uh, have been recovered, all the official records, all the classified documents are back in the custody of the National Archives or are more searches underway to find out if there's anything else there? Look,
1: I, I understand your question. We have addressed multiple questions from here. Multiple questions have been answered by the President. I know that you all, uh, just spent about some of you, some of your colleagues, maybe you yourself, seek was, was on the phone with my colleague for about 45 minutes that addressed a lot of your questions. Uh, I'm just going to continue to be prudent here. Uh, I'm going to let this ongoing uh, review that is happening, this legal process that is happening, uh, and and uh, let that uh, let that process continue under the special counsel. We're not. I'm not going to comment from here.
4: Okay. They're in trouble, obviously, in very, very, very deep trouble. They're in trouble. Remember, because Democrats are after them. Republicans lack the spine, lack the willpower. To actually take out a Democrat with a scandal like this. The communists, however, will do so without hesitation. You you can tell they're scared by how they're talking about it. And now, that brings me to this. Something we like to talk about a lot. We bring it up. Uh, corruption. Corruption. He's corrupt. It's corrupt. We have a corrupt country. Our city's corrupt. Our state's corrupt. Our country's corrupt. Corrupt, cor- corrupt, corrupt. But what does that actually look like? Well... I think it's important that we understand what we're looking for when we look for corruption in all things. One, corruption at a local level oftentimes looks more like the kind of corruption you're looking for. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. You remember when uh, Eric Adams Got famous for supposedly hiring his brother at at an over $200,000 job. It turned out it was $1 now. I'm sure it's because they caught the scandal. But that's some of how local corruption works. But oftentimes local corruption is more in your face when it comes to political corruption. It looks like this. We, We have a job. We have a project. A construction project. We need to build a water line. That's what I used to do. Underground construction. We need a water line. 10 miles worth. Okay, we have to put this out for bid. Or maybe we can do one of these things where it doesn't have to go out to bid, but we'll just pick from a few select companies and let them go for it. And if you're a contractor, 10 miles worth of pipeline is worth millions of dollars. That's a that's millions of dollars for you. So if you're crooked, what you probably have already done is establish contacts with the people at the city who will be handing out, who will be awarding that contract, and you simply meet, and you pay him money. It's really not that complicated. I've told you this story before. It's a true story. Friend of mine down here, I could probably give you his name if I wanted, but I'm not going to just because I didn't ask him beforehand. Here in Houston, big airport expansion going on, as there always is. Part of that airport expansion was going to be construction work involved with putting in new restaurants and things like that. My friend was with the Houston city council a bit. They were a big role in awarding that thing. He went to go meet with this construction guy for lunch. The construction guy owed a check to the city. So he collected the check from the city or to the city, but he was also given an envelope as the construction guy paid for the bill and left. Didn't think really much of it. Thought it was a little weird. Took the envelope construction guy gets up and leaves Now he's real curious, opens up the envelope. There's thousands of dollars and $100 bills in there. He freaked out, thought it was an FBI sting, and ran the guy down and gave him back. But really, local corruption oftentimes is just that, real in-your-face. But we need to understand, when we go to a federal level and we talk about federal corruption at a national level, it looks different. It looks cleaner it's actually much dirtier than an envelope full of cash but it looks it looks cleaner it looks more benign it's harder to nail down it's not hard to nail down the contractor who slipped tens of thousands of dollars to a city councilman it's not hard to nail down a union corruption working with the mafia To do a no-show job. for These things are easier to nail down. You know what's more difficult? Corruption that's legal. And here's what I mean. You have noticed probably with the January 6th political prisoners we have in this country. You have noticed that a lot of, if you've been paying attention I should say, a lot of these trials... Where they're just throwing the book at these people. I mean, people. A lot of them didn't even go into the Capitol. Some of the ones who did were just sauntering around. Snapped a couple selfies. Just nothing, nothing drastic. And they get in these trials. And a lot of these federal judges at the trials are behaving like partisan Democrats. There are judges... That have forced these guys to read statements basically saying I'm sorry and I'm an insult. It's weird. It's creepy the things they've made them do. And then so you dig into that and you find out this. Some of these judges. They're Trump judges. They're judges that Trump put on there. So we're not talking card carrying communists. Okay, why? What's going on there? Well, what's going on? is the kind of legal, ugly bribery and blackmail that takes place when you get out of City Hall and you go to Washington, D.C. If you're a federal judge, a Trump-appointed federal judge, living in the D.C. area, that means you live in Washington, D.C. or Maryland or Northern Virginia or any of these places. You normally don't live in D.C. proper, but wherever you live, let me tell you your life. Federal judge is an important post, a very big deal. Part of being a federal judge, no matter who appoints you, is you're going to get invited to prestigious universities to give speeches. You will get invited. Get this. Get this. This is how these people live. You will get invited to international conferences that are really not work at all. All paid for. Hey, uh, we, uh, we at the Jerkwater Society here in Rome... We would like to invite you as a federal judge, Judge uh, Idiot, we want to invite you, first class, all expenses paid, to Rome for a week. We would love it if you would give a 20-minute speech at our conference, and then we have tours set up for you and your wife around the city, and this is how these people live. But here's the problem. The problem is you get those invitations. You get the extra book deal. Your wife... Not you, of course. Your wife gets put on that board at that influential think tank. Hey, how about half a million dollars a year? We'll have her come to four meetings. All these things only come your way if you still have your pass that shows you're going to be part of the system. You see, the system hands out licenses, and those licenses can be revoked. Those licenses expire. You're a federal judge, Trump judge, Biden judge, Obama judge, doesn't matter. Look, I, okay, so you, you're you more right-leaning, but do you want that trip to Rome? You're. I noticed you as a federal judge, you make a couple hundred thousand dollars, but I noticed you live in a $750,000 brownstone in Washington, D.C. How do you have that brownstone? Oh, it's from the consulting your wife does. Oh, man, it would be a shame if if all those consulting jobs went away. Anyway, hey, we got some political prisoners here. We're going to need you to throw the book at them. Or guess what? That acceptance to that private tennis club you and your wife enjoy, they have the steam room now. It's very nice. We're going to have to revoke that. That's one of the ways the legal corruption happens. But it happens another way too, and it's happening right in front of your eyes, and I'm going to explain that to you in a moment. But before we get to that, it's important you listen and listen very, very, very closely to what's happening right now internationally with the World Economic Forum. Well, in
5: general, my question is, in a moment we see a, quite a big decline in trust in political institutions and also in their representatives worldwide. At what extent do you think this can strengthen to build this trust again?
2: I think what, what is essential is to make sure that um, the system as such, uh, the technology, Uh, can be trusted and
4: uh. hey what's your solution no one trusts these systems anymore well all we need to do is beef up our technology what do you think he's talking about there he's talking about digitally making it so your voice your approval doesn't matter at all please tell me you have gold and silver in your physical possession before these people pass the digital dollar which they're trying for gold and silver allows you to buy goods and services anywhere anytime digital dollar or not call 833-995-GOLD oxford gold group will deliver it to your front door 833-995-GOLD before the digital dollar comes i've got an animal inside of me this is jesse kelly you're listening to the jesse
0: kelly show
4: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday reminding you you can email the show jesse at com. jesse at jessekellyshow.com We'll get to the difference between the areas in which you live and culture, but speaking of emails and speaking of corruption, let's get to this one. Jesse, seeing Hunter's rent to the big guy blew my mind. It was like a two-by-four of awareness that smacked me in the face. These people are entirely despicable to their cores. Daddy Joe enabling his addict son son to the nth degree while running family scams. I almost feel bad for them, so on and so forth. And this is the headline today from Breitbart. I want to make sure they get credit for it. Hunter Biden's $49,910 rent matches a deposit at the House of Sweden with the C E F C. What does all that mean? That's a lot of words. All right. Now, Miranda Devine, great New York Post columnist, Miranda Devine, we should probably get her on to talk about this, especially because her accent is fantastic. Miranda Devine broke a lot of this stuff, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna read this for you so we make sure we're crossing all the T's and dotting the I's. Hunter Biden, as you know, he was paying rent at that home where the uh, classified documents were found he was paying rent but it was a lot now i'm told that that's a million dollar home okay so a million dollar home is going to be a significant rent but it's going to be let's see i've rented homes before 10,000 a month maybe maybe 6 or 7 a month 15 maybe Nowhere near $49,000 a month. That's crazy. That would mean you're paying in rent in a single year, half the value of the home. That's insane. All right. So we know that. All right. Now listen, the rent matches a rental deposit at the house of Sweden related to the Biden family business venture with the M infamous CEFC. That's a Chinese energy company, Chinese energy company. The $49,910 deposit also matches the amount of money he logged on a 2018 background check document. That was what was unearthed by Miranda Devine. So what does this mean? Where are you supposed to get all this? Well, Don't worry about the details. Again, don't worry about the details. Here's what you need to know. The other kind of corruption that is very prevalent in Washington, D.C., nationally. Again, local's more straightforward. The other kind that's in D.C. is the legal kind. The legal kind, meaning friends and family members mostly are the beneficiaries of gigantic financial deals that the congressman or the senator or the vice president or the president— can't be involved in because as a congressman as a senator as a president as a vice president you have to submit all of your finances to the federal government back when i was running for office just running to be a congressman before i lost twice i had to submit all mine hey here's everything i have Here's all my assets all my liabilities here's everything i have coming in this is everything i'm worth i'm not allowed to hide anything but you know you know who didn't have to submit that? My wife. So let's say, just for the sake of argument, let's just say that I was able to secure somehow, some way, financing at a super low interest rate. Let's say the wife and I get some fancy tastes, and so we want a second home in Nantucket. Chris, you wouldn't understand Nantucket because you're not a world famous author. And let's say I don't have the mo- the money. Because I'm a Congressman, I don't have a ton of extra money, but I really want that million-dollar home. Well, I think what I'll do is I think I'll secure some financing. Oh, look, there's a Chinese-backed financial institution that is willing to give me a two percent loan for that home. Man, that's awesome. But even then, even then, I've got to man, I've got to pay that mortgage. Well, what if instead of paying that mortgage, which I clearly can't afford on a hundred sixty-five thousand dollar a year salary, what if, what if the wife pays it instead? But Jesse, your wife doesn't have the money. She doesn't even have a job. Oh, no, no, you're right. She doesn't have a job. But what if, what if I could find a think tank or a political group? or a fortune 500 company that wanted to stay in my good graces as a Senator. What if if I could find one of them to give her a job? No, no, just be a consultant or be on the corporate board. Oh, Hey, Jesse's wife. We, we know you don't have any experience, but we also know that you've got this new house and we also know what your husband does for a living. He's on the Senate uh, finance committee. So, How about we bring you in and we pay you, let's say, a million bucks a year to sit on the corporate board. All of a sudden, I can afford that sweetheart mortgage deal I got for that second home in Nantucket that I could never have afforded on my own. Now, the worst part about everything I just described to you is that's all legal. For the most part, Maybe some shady things in there, but that's legal. That is how Washington, D.C. corruption happens. All right? All right. We're moving on. We're going to move on to some revisionist history and to culture. Do laws actually matter? Should there be any laws at all? We'll get to these things. We're also going to talk about hard things. Hard things like the fact that you have bad sheets on your bed. You think you've, you think you've got good sheets? I know you went out, you spent the money. Oh, they're Egyptian cotton! Are they Giza cotton? Do you have Giza dream sheets for my pillow? Because if you don't have Giza dream sheets for my pillow, what you have is worthless peasant sheets. We'll call them Chris sheets. Your sheets aren't good enough, especially when Giza dream sheets are being sold for as low as 29.98 right now. Mypillow.com. Promo code JESSE. Go get yourself a couple sets of Giza Dream Sheets so you can get out of your peasant sheets, sleep in king sheets, only you pay peasant prices. I don't know if that's probably the way I should put that. Either way, I like peasant prices. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Or you can call 800-845-0544.
0: and these stories are about how we got here both on and off the court and what's next listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
3: I can tell you is you got to be free come together it is
4: the Jesse Kelly show did you know That our girl, our Florida congresswoman, Maria Salazar, the famous freedom is not free girl. Do you know she's at Davos? This is her at the World Economic Forum. Because not only we need
5: those hands, like the Congress that like us.
4: She's talking about illegal immigrants, by the way.
5: Because not only we need those hands, like the Congress that like us, a senator was saying, but we need to also give dignity to those people who are in the country. And those are the people that I represent. We're talking about 13, 15 million people who are, most of them, Hispanics. I would say 85.
4: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Maria. We need to give them dignity. Let's focus on that for a moment. Dignity, huh? Give dignity. So, crapping all over the sovereignty of my country, and now I owe you Dignity? Is that really what you're saying? I found that interesting. That's one. Two. You know what else I found interesting? She said, these are the people I represent. So she represents illegal immigrants?
5: Hmm, interesting. Who speak my language, look like me, and sound like me. That are contributing with the economy of this country, and they live in the shadows. So it's time to seal the border, like she said. Put order, let's see who comes in and who doesn't, and then turn around and give dignity. That doesn't mean path to citizenship. That means to include them and make them dignified members of our community. Thank you.
4: You may be asking, well, what does that mean?
5: Well, no, I don't not think I'm not, I'm not path to
4: citizenship. Not, no, I, we need to give them dignity. People love in politics, as you've noticed, people love to use words that don't mean anything at all. No, uh, no amnesty, no uh, path to sin. We need to give them dignity. What does dignity look like? Have you have you treated my country with dignity at all? Because it's not your country. You're not a citizen here. It's my country. I'm a citizen here. I think you could have some dignity yourself and get out. That's one. Two, we've played it a thousand times to make fun of her. But I think now you understand Why Maria Salazar, and so many like her, she's just the one I'm bringing up at this moment, why they sound so stupid and uneducated when asked about these gigantic, really important things. Because they are stupid and uneducated. They have no idea what they're talking about. They are given talking points to say. They're given these talking points like, DIGNITY! AND FREEDOM IS NOT FREE! They're given things like this to say by really high up important people and they understand like Maria Salazar, she understands she's not stupid. actually I take that back. She's actually one of the most blessed people on the planet. Some of the most blessed people on the planet are the stupid people who know they're stupid. Maria Salazar knows that she's an idiot. She's well aware of that. And she's also well aware that as an idiot, she should not have some sort of high station in our society. She shouldn't be in Congress. She most definitely shouldn't be on private planes over at Davos eating caviar and all these other things. She knows that. So as a requirement, To sit with people who are smarter than her, Maria Salazar knows she must repeat the things they say to her. Meaning when she's stopped by a reporter and asks some very basic questions about a potential World War III, this is why idiocy like this comes out of her mouth. And and do you support a no-fly zone in
5: Ukraine? I I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians wouldn't
2: that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia
5: I don't know what it will mean but you know freedom is not free
2: so you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean if you you have to shoot down Russian planes I mean
5: of course so
2: conventional war with Russia
5: listen thank you
2: she sounds like an idiot we've made fun of her
4: forever it's on it's permanently on my soundboard but really what's the true story behind it she is an idiot she knows that She understands she's not allowed to go have real opinions about anything. She's not sitting at home at night reading papers and philosophy and figuring... No, 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 no. She understands that she must do what she's told if she wants to just like that federal judge we were talking about earlier. If she wants to maintain access to the in-club, she needs to do what she's told. All right. Remember, you can email me jesse at jessikellyshow.com We'll get to this red versus blue stuff here in a second and I have a Ton of World Economic Forum stuff we're going to talk about tonight, about this overarching mentality of how these people really think. Let's get to a couple emails first, though. Hey, JK, are you telling me that you're driving around in a midlife crisis fine ride and you have got Mama driving a beater? Get up off some of that premier signing bonus and buy Mama a new car. She's driving your kids around in that pig. Okay, let me explain once again. As you longtime listeners of the show will note, that I am a I've never had a nice car before and I finally bought a nice car about a year and a half ago when I signed with Premier. My midlife crisis car is what I call it. But we're also not exactly the most extravagant people in the world and the wife's car is a 2014. I wouldn't call that a beater. It's not ancient. It's got leather seats. I think they're pleather, but whatever. It's got leather seats. It's got Bluetooth. It's not It's not a piece of junk, but it's a 2014. She has brought up before that my car is brand new and hers hers really isn't. But, you know, look, the important lesson to take is, is this. I wanted her to have a nicer car, so I wanted her to hold out for a newer model. That's what, see, Chris, you. Know, it's all about how you frame things. It's not that I think I want a better car. I'll just take one for the team and buy a nice one now. No princess. I want you to have a nicer one in like 2025 or whatever there is. (laughs) And look, I just spent $2,200 fixing the radiator and the brake pads and the, and the tires and everything else. Okay. I won't be accused of being cheap. Mr. Pink flower. I've heard you talk about equality is only for things you hate. Can you explain your stance in regards to our Declaration of Independence and Martin Luther King Jr.'s skin skin color, Brian? All races are equal stance. These things appear to contradict your overall viewpoint. Maybe I didn't understand, which is completely possible. Says his name is Kennedy. Or Kenny, I'm sorry, and I will explain this. So, one, all men are created equal. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, they're not at all now what they're talking about there though is in the eyes of god meaning my soul is not viewed as more important than your soul that i agree with of course and all men should be treated equally under the law well that i also agree with that's not what we have in this country but we are not equal you are not my equal i am not your equal every human being is created uniquely with their own talents their own things they're good at, their own things they're bad at. No one of us is the same. So, how could we possibly ever be equal? We're not equal at all. Well, we should uh, access to this should be equal. No, it shouldn't. That's ridiculous. No, it shouldn't at all. We're not all equal. Maybe you're too stupid to have access. Maybe I'm too stupid to have access. Uh, Do you want me doing brain surgery on you? I certainly hope you don't because I'm a moron and I don't know anything about that stuff. But in the interest of equality, just give me a scalpel. Hey, give me a drill. That looks like it'll work on Bob's head. Oh, you don't want that? What, you don't believe in equality? That's one. Two, I don't, I'm not one of these people on the right who salivates over Martin Luther King every other minute. I find this to be completely, utterly ridiculous and I find it to be virtue signaling. Yes, Martin Luther King, like so many other people, did some very brave things to try to achieve equality for black people in the country at a time where black people were treated like crap in this place. Yeah, all all, all that is totally true, but I don't ever, I have never, and will never feel the need to do this bizarre right-wing thing where we, we feel as if we've been called racist so much that we feel like we have to go over the top to prove we're not. You really saw this after St. George Floyd died? Almost everyone on the right, radio, TV, politicians. Oh, George, we got to fix the police for too long. Black people have been oppressed in America. You never heard that on this show. That's ridiculous. Of course they were oppressed for a time. Uh, cops are not the problem in the urban black community. That's ridiculous. And I don't have to act like George Floyd was some saint either. And I don't have to act the same way about Martin Luther King. And I don't give a crap about what he said during some speech. It means nothing to me at all. How's that? All right. Rich getting richer. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show and maybe you're sitting there thinking to yourself, Jesse, I wonder if I should move like you say to move all the time. Well, here's two headlines. Just just you do with it whatever you will. All right. Headline number one, abortions in Texas drop 99% following the Roe reversal, 99%, meaning In the state where I live, we don't murder babies anymore. All right. Pair that with headline number two New York City will offer free abortion pills at four city run, quote, sexual health clinics. That's according to the Gothamist. So the culture, because we talk a lot about culture, remember, culture, it's not complicated. Culture is simply what you incentivize, what your society incentivizes versus what your society disincentivizes. And and this differs from society to society, obviously. If you go to India, you're going to see different things, experience different things because those things are prioritized there. They're incentivized there. If you go to Japan, it's a great example of this. Actually, you know that's a culture that I love. Some cultures are hot garbage. Some, I think, are fascinating and awesome. I find Japan's to be awesome. But if you go to Japan, you know what you will see tons of? Tons of. You'll see tons of older people living with their children and their grandchildren. You know what you won't see very much of in Japan? Old people's homes. Old people's homes. Why? It's not that they don't have any, but why? Because part of their culture, their society incentivizes family. Not just Japan, by the way, this is a lot of this is Asian. Their society prioritizes family from a very early age, and that never leaves. When you finally, when your parents get old, retired, sick, whatever the case may be, they come live with you if they weren't already. The family lives together. The children will live at home. Oftentimes until they get married and then move out of the home, and soon the parents are moving right back in with them. Now, that's not a Western thing. That's not a common thing here, but you'll see that there. Why? That's what their society incentivizes so they get more of it. As a child, that's simply how you're raised. Where I live, every dry cleaner, every donut shop, every nail salon, they're all run by Asians. You know what else you see if you walk into these things? When I was at the nail salon, I'm kidding. When I was at the dry cleaner, you know what you see every time you walk in? Or the donut shop, which I've been to? You see kids running around. I don't mean a 15-year-old with a pimple on his nose handing out cream-filled donuts. I mean, you see little kids running around playing with their toys on the floor. Why? The entire family is involved in the family business. And... The entire family is learning about hard work, dedication early on. And wow, would you look at this? Surprise, surprise. Huh. Asian test scores are off the charts here in America. Would you look at that? So many Asians were getting into Harvard. Harvard had to start blocking the Asians out. Hey, uh, no more Asians. It's getting a little too uh, Asian on campus here. Not diverse enough. Why? That's what their culture incentivizes. This translates many different ways. Where I live, no matter what you feel about abortion, the issue of abortion, it is now strongly disincentivized here. If you're a young lady, a young couple, because oftentimes the man is involved in pushing this, and you're pregnant, don't want to be, and you feel like, well, shoot, let's just murder it. It's not easy to track something like that down in the state of Texas. And in fact, because the law's changed, you'll find several parts of our society are not that welcoming to the idea of you murdering that little baby. But if you live in New York City, shoot, grab an Uber. There are four clinics. You hop in an Uber, take it down there. Don't hand you that pill for free. Hey, here's that pill, just get rid of it. The reason I tell you to move so often is what your culture is is going to play such a huge role in what your life and the life of your children will look like going forward. I got this e- I got this email a few days ago. Been thinking about it. Hey Jesse, I'm a junior in my high school and this was the first I've seen of this, but I've heard of it. So I was in the men's restroom, and I turned around, and one of the big trans kids walked in. Keep in mind, this person was born female. I was trying so hard not to laugh. I just want to know your opinions on this, and yes, you can say my name. His name is Troy. There are parts of this society. My kids' school. You know, my kids are never, ever, 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 ever. If they don't get kicked out of school, if they if they end up graduating high school, my kids will graduate high school and they will never encounter such a thing. They'll never encounter a boy pretending to be a girl. They'll never encounter a girl pretending to be a boy. They'll never have LGBTQ Air Force filth poured on them in class. They'll never have Black Lives Matter trash poured on They will graduate high school. Certainly won't be perfect by any stretch of the imagination, having never had that filth rubbed in their faces. But... If you live in a different society, if you are part of a different culture, your child has to be prepared for dealing with trannies in the bathroom in high school. And I talked to I talked to friends of mine, I've told you this before, conversations I've had with friends of mine, their children now have to deal with furries, kids who dress up like animals and poop in a litter box like a cat in class. If you think I'm lying about that, Go look it up. I thought they were lying. I looked it up. I confirmed it. It's real. Where you choose to raise your child, where you choose to live with your family, will determine whether or not they have to endure, whether or not they have to encounter this stuff in every single part of their daily life. Do you want to live? Where they hand out abortion pills like it's a Pez dispenser on the sidewalk? Or do you want to live in a place where that stuff is disincentivized? I know that answer is easy for me. All right. The corruption of our intelligence agencies, the rich getting richer finally, and a big overarching conversation about what we face. Hang on.